Hello and welcome to the GDI podcast, the show presented by the online dating industry's leading trade publication. My name is Sean Nolan, senior reporter at Global Dating Insights. On this episode of the GDI podcast, I'm delighted to welcome Rachel Van Nortwick, founder and CEO of Vinally. She tells me about how the platform brings people together through music, discussing the app's expansion to the UK and the new features coming soon. Hi, Rachel. Thank you so much for joining me on the GDI podcast. To start things off, can you tell us about Vinally and how the platform works and what makes it unique? Sure. Thank you for having me. So Vinally is the dating app that matches entirely on music compatibility. So a user can either sync their Spotify or they can use our profile generator to sign up. Um, from there, we ask you know a few questions about the role music plays in their lives, like their interests, um, as well as you know what they're looking for on the app. And then um, from there, we produce matches. We don't have swiping on our app. Everything is sort of music language based, so you can um, shuffle or fast forward or push play on matches. And you can also, um, you know, view a, a match's playlist and actually listen to the songs they've been listening to um, prior to pushing play. And then from there, you can use our music-based conversation starters to get the chat going. Um, and you can also search, suggest, and buy concert tickets within the app. One new feature we added uh, a few months back uh, was an AI feature. So you can actually send a user a drink in air quotes, um, using our, it's a, a remixer, uh, we call it, where you can pick two genres, either from your playlist or from their playlist, mix them, and it creates like a bespoke drink um, that you can send them. It actually comes with a recipe um, and ingredients list as well, so you can make the drink in real life. So that's just a fun AI feature as well, but that's uh, how the app works. Perfect, thank you. I love all the sort of music elements that you've added to the app, and I think it's such a unique blend of these two mm-hmm. um, kind of interests I think is, is um, really fascinating and I guess the kind of obvious question is why did you feel that music when you were creating the, the platform was such an important and viable way for people to meet other people and you know how does music play a role in compatibility? Yeah, so I'll tell you first from a personal aspect, um, you know, I grew up listening to my parents' records and, um, you know, music is my passion. I've been to over 500 shows. Um, I will travel everywhere for music. And, you know, the first thing that I noticed at my first concert was just the um, connectedness of of being there and, and how everybody felt, you know, sort of so close to each other, um, sharing in something like that. And that was palpable to me. Um, I um, have been in relationships where, you know, I didn't have that in common with my, my partner. And I think that's really difficult. Anything that's tied to your lifestyle, your identity, it's really important um, that you are with somebody who supports and, and gets that. And so music is actually, you know, it's not a niche. Um, music is something that is obviously shared universally. It's the number one way um, that young people express themselves today. Um, music actually sharing it with others creates dopamine, it lowers cortisol. So it's proven scientifically, it's it's um, a, a passion for a lot of people and tied to their identity. So an app that based that matched entirely on music compatibility didn't exist. And so I created it and I wanted it to be also not superficial. So I didn't want it to be like every other app, but oh, it's also music. I wanted to make sure that it used someone's music DNA so they could truly be themselves and match with somebody um, like, like-minded to them. 
Yeah, definitely. I think I think what stands out from finally, um, you know, from my perspective is is not just a an add on, but the music like um, another aspect of the profile which can people can ignore or um, right. not pay as much attention to. It's something that is really really central to the platform, and I think tells you a lot about the person, uh, perhaps in a、um, way that people might not expect. But I think music has that power. Definitely, I agree that music can bring people together and. That especially at you know in person events and whatnot, it's a it's a really unifying power. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We wanted it to. I mean, I wanted it to be the core of the app. That's what it is. I mean, we have you know we have chat and we have you know obviously you can、um, upload you know photos, but at the core of it, it's matching on music. And I think、um, if you see someone at a concert or you see someone listening to music, I mean, there that there's a sort of a pure joy. That happens there, where it's someone's being completely themselves, and we just wanted to try to bring that out as much as we could on the app. I kind of wanted now to ask a little bit about finally from a from a business standpoint and from、sure. you as a as a CEO and a founder. So, you know, there's so many opportunities in terms of partnerships and integrations. You also mentioned the the ticketing companies and music streaming services and all these different opportunities. So, is that an area you're always looking to enhance with with finally? Yeah, so we have、um, been approached by a number of music brands,、um, including promoters, artists, labels,、um, to you know drive whether it's discovery of、uh, you know artist streams,、um, sell tickets,、um, promote music.、Um, You know, television events, and what's great is, I mean, finally, is a is a community of basically just raving music fans, and they've come to the app to meet other people, but also to you know discover music and and make connections. So it's a great platform for that. You know, finally, will you know never become an advertising based app like that's not that's not something that I want to do with the app, but I think there's ways that we can provide value back to these. Relevant brands, and then also drive value for our users. So that's yeah. So exactly. So we have the direct to consumer aspect, but we also、um, have a platform that's viable for our businesses as well. And in terms of、um, the platforms itself, you recently expanded operations to the UK. Congratulations! Thank so, you. So,、uh, could you tell us about that process of of expanding to a new region? How has that experience been for you? Sure. So you know, we are, as I just mentioned, a, a community-based app, and and you know, the the reason that people go on dating apps, right, is to find matches, and so you sort of have to have a base of、uh, users, right, to be able to have a, a you know decent amount of matches for for people, and so you can't. I mean, you, you can,、um, but the the right way to do it isn't to just launch an app, you know, all over the world, right? I mean, you'd have there obviously are are things you Would need to do to be able to do that in terms of localization. But aside from that, you know, you want to create, or I want to create a good user experience. So、uh, I've chosen to be really thoughtful around when we launch and where we launch. And so it was really important to me that we had a good,、um, uh, you know, sort of、um, track record and and had a good user experience developed in the U.S. first in Canada. Um, before then branching out into other、uh, regions, and so we've done that. And then, you know, based off of user feedback, which is what I use to drive a lot of our product decisions and updates,、um, the UK community had been reaching out for a really long time, and、uh, so that sort of became the next logical、uh, region to launch. 
And so, yeah, so it's been great so far. Um, I, I think it's, a, I mean, <laughs> there's so many great artists, obviously, that have come out of the, the UK and so much passion there for music and so many incredible music festivals and venues I could go on and on. So um, it's been it's been really great. And I think for us, we're just going to continue to think strategically um, and make sure that we can provide a good user experience when we do launch in a new region. What you really highlighted there is the kind of balance between wanting to grow and wanting to serve more and more communities around the world, but without sacrificing the user experience and you know obviously people um, when they go on a date account they do want to go on dates eventually and meet people of course new, nearby yes. so that's an important aspect of it but yeah it doesn't surprise me at all that the uk is a logical next step and definitely looking forward to hearing about more expansion to come in the future you know as we're just starting off in the new year um i wanted to ask you know um, do you have any targets or plans for 2024 yeah, so we, um, you know, we just uh, started our in-app purchase for for Vinyly. So again, for the same reason, really, as for expansion, you know, for for us, we wanted to have a sizable user base to sort of justify, um, you know, ch- uh, charging for features within the app. So the app is free to download, but we we did launch um, the IAP, and obviously that's that's you know um, important for us for monetization and for growth. Vinyly is still um, much less expensive than, you know, the um, large majority of other dating apps. And again, you know, that's something that also we're thoughtful about as we grow. Um, so I think for, for Vinyly, um, you know, we'll keep sort of testing and thinking around the features that we monetize and, and what, you know, sort of um, uh, cost structure makes sense. But we're always adding features. So What's interesting about Vinyly uh, versus other dating apps is that, you know, um, there's an interest around music, not just romantically, but platonically. So we have a feature or we sorry, we have a um, uh, an option now for concert buddies. So you can choose, you know, whether it's concert buddies that lead somewhere or it's concert buddies truly platonically, you can meet somebody. Um, just to go to concerts with or just to share in music with. It doesn't have to be literal concert buddies. And so what we are going to build out is that functionality so that after a couple does meet romantically uh, on on Vinyly, uh, they can actually then as a couple go into sort of another phase where they're looking for concert buddies, right? And what's great about that is it's it's just so different, I think, than other traditional dating apps where, you know, you, you just have this sort of the cycle and the churn this allows a longer lifetime value for our users and provides them like sort of that way that they met, they're familiar with it, and then they can find other like-minded people that way too. So that's that's in development. I, I think we'll expand to, um, you know, potentially two more regions this year, as well as also um, add, you know, additional features beyond uh, uh, Concert Buddies too, just, you know, it, um, enhancing, um, the view someone can have around um, someone else's you know, music preferences. And that will also likely include some AI. Uh, so we have a lot of data within the app and we are able to look at that data and see you know, where truly the best outcomes happen. And it only makes sense that we would wanna share that with our users to put them in the best position to actually find someone that they're meant to be with. So I think that's something that'll be really exciting um, for us, almost like a, you know, and I'm saying this very loosely, almost like a, you know, a 23andMe sort of report um, where they can learn a lot about themselves and who they should meet all at once and then decide if they want to try to pursue that. 
Wow, that that sounds so interesting. Kind of like a, a Spotify wrapped. Almost. Yes, yeah, yes, like, yeah. Yes, exactly. But you know, sort of in in depth and in a wrap more around um, not just the music they're listening to, but the types of people and where they may be located and and yeah. other attributes about them. So yeah, sort sort of a hybrid, I guess, between the two. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that sounds so interesting, and I think what you mentioned there about. Um, the concert bodies and there's kind of so much room there also you know for like platonic kind of social discovery and also I think you make a good point about couples you know if they really trust in Vinely's ability to help them explore music then it's a shame that they have to stop using the app once they find a right. copyright so creating that kind of longer user journey um, I think is a really great idea and it helps people kind of to continue using the app's features even if they've met someone that they're, they're seeing. Yes, exactly. Sounds like there's so much on the horizon. I'm really excited to keep finding out more. So I'll definitely have to invite you back on the podcast soon. But um, thank you so much for your time today. It's been great. Thank you, Sean. Yes, I would, I would love that. Let's definitely keep in touch. I'm afraid that's all we've got time for here on this episode of the GDI podcast. But I'd like to extend a massive thank you to my guest this week. Make sure you join us next time, where we'll be joined by another fantastic leader from the online dating industry. But that's all for me, Sean. You've been listening to the GDI Podcast.